It's the favorites presented by FanDuel. Football season is here and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. I love betting with FanDuel because their app is safe, secure, and easy to use. And when I win, I get paid fast. So use promo code favorites and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more. This football season must be 21 or older and in select states. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. In Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia, 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, call 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text Hope NY 467369 in New York. Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789. Call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. Welcome to the Favorites, the podcast from the Volume Podcast Network. I am Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer of the Action Network. I am joined, as I am every episode, by my BFF, my companion, my compadre, professional better, Simon Hunter. Simon, you and I, it's crazy what's going on right now. We've had a crazy 24 hours. Right now, you're in one room in a hotel in Lexington, Kentucky, I'm across the hall. Matt Mitchell is between us because we have our live show tomorrow at Keeneland at 1 p.m. Radio Row, 1 p.m. Eastern Friday. We encourage everybody to come by Radio Row. Check it out. Last night you were in Philly for the World Series. I was in New York City for the opening night of Bono's short promotional tour for his book. He's doing some concerts, like 10 around the country. Last night was the first one. We had a crazy night. Crazy night for both of us. You saw history. I saw history. You go first. I will say Bono peaked after Sunday, Bloody Sunday. It's been all downhill ever since then. Don't listen. <laughs> we both had great nights. Why do you have to make it? I did not. How dare you say I had a great night? So I don't know if Chad believes in heaven or hell. I don't really know if I believe in it either. But I do believe that if, you, if hell is real, it's a moment in your life in repeat mode. And I might have had mine last night. Seeing your baseball team be no hit, it's the most slow, painful death. And the fact that it's the World Series, I, I joke with Chad, the vibes going in were so good. Again, Philadelphia, if you're a fan of the team, friendliest, nicest people in the entire world. If you're not, they're the meanest people in the entire world. So the tailgate was amazing, Chad. Going to the ballpark was amazing. Just walking around and like, just sucking in the atmosphere or sucking it all in um, was incredible. But by the third, fourth inning, you can just feel it, right? You know it is in a stadium. You can just start feeling things. And that zero just kept getting bigger and bigger underneath the hit marker on the big scoreboard. So um, it was cool seeing history, right? I'll, I'll admit to that. Like, that's cool. But as a fan, it was horrible because uh, you're just waiting and waiting and waiting for the hits to come. They never did. So, again, fun night. But that that's that's one of those I wish. Wish it could have been the game before, right? We hit five home runs, not the game we had zero hits. Yeah, it was a bummer. I felt bad. I felt bad for you knowing you were there. I went to see Bono. Bono has a new book coming out, came out this week called Surrender. And uh, he was doing 
he's doing these 10 sort of very intimate gigs around the country. The first one was last night at the Beacon Theater in Manhattan, which is about a block from where I lived when I lived in the city for many years. It was insane. Uh, We got there. Five rows behind me, Bill Clinton, Tom Hanks. And it was so interesting. Bill Clinton comes in when the lights in the house are still on, crowds are still forming, and like everyone sees him and starts cheering. Tom Hanks comes in, lights are off. Like he's coming in last second before Bono comes on, doesn't want to make a fuss, doesn't want to create too much chaos. I don't know. My big knock will always be how we not figured out stadium traffic uh, at the end of games is beyond me. I mean, humans, we've done the most amazing things in the world, but the emptying of a stadium and people getting in cars, they just haven't figured out yet. So that's the worst part to me. Like when you lose, it's all nice, right? People wave you out. Oh yeah. Go in front of me. Go ahead. Let's go. Everyone can get out of here. Let's it's all teamwork. After a loss, everyone's giving each other the finger. No one's letting anyone out of the parking lot. Uh, so yeah, the game ended. I don't even know. Pretty quick game, right? Cause it was a no hitter, but didn't end until, I don't know, 1130. Didn't get home until yeah, one thirty two, And then woke up at seven get on the airplane and now I'm in Kentucky with Chad guy. I was like asleep at two and got up at five. Jeez. All right. We're ready to go back. Um, yeah. So that's, this is our lives. People listen on amp. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, a, it was a crazy fun 24 hours. Now we're in Lexington, but we have more important things to do than talk about Lexington, than talk about Bonnie, <laughs> than talk about do the we? we do. We got to give people, uh, our faves five. We got to give people a big balls bet of the week. We're going to get to some sharp calls in a second. Uh, first things first, reminder, Foxhole. We said Bengals minus seven. All the lines that we liked on, on when we recorded on Tuesday uh, are now moving in the direction we said they would. We like Bengals at seven. It's at seven and a half. Simon says with Washington three and a half. Washington in the last 24 hours has moved to three. We liked uh, exact decision Bears plus five. This morning, Bears moved to four and a half. So, um, you know, more reason why people got to listen up and make the moves when they hear the podcast, because lines are moving. Before we get to the rest of our picks, Simon, what do we say about sharp calls? Hello, who's there? I'm talking. Ring, ring, telephone ring. Somebody said, baby, what you doing? Yeah, and I think Chad just nailed it right there, talking about the line movement. That's what a couple of the calls I got were about this week. The, the big one, I knew going into it, the first girl over it, was Washington. I think everyone's just like us, Chad. They're looking at a Washington team that they just have a different mojo going right now against a Vikings team that we all think is a little inflated. Like 6-1, and one, that's crazy. It's just crazy they've been playing that well. And they've been due – they've had a couple spots where they've been due for a letdown. They keep getting out of it. And again, I haven't even looked at the luck rankings. I just see is see them being high up there in the luck rankings this week. So no surprise. Decent amount of calls. The other side, the, the pros are on that me and Chad weren't on. And I think I'm gonna stay stay put. I I can't get talked off my position. The Jets. Heard a really sh- smart group came in heavy on the Jets. Sure enough, wake up this morning after the Phillies game, open up the action app, and what do I see? Eleven thirty uh it's it's down to eleven and a half. So Clearly, someone came and hit it. It bounced back up, I think, at a couple of books to 12. But I, I might be overlooking this Jets team, but I just I just can't can't do it. 
again, I get it. Divisional home dog. I should be all over this Jets team. I still think the Bills are the right side. So if you if you do want to back what the pros are backing, I get it. Like the Jets are a smart spot. I get why a, a really smart group is taking a position here. But to me, I, I would not make this one of my bigger bets. So interesting when I hear a group is taking a large position on a game that's like, again, I like the Bills, but it was nothing I'm putting. I'm not putting five figures. I'm not putting six figures, anything crazy on it. Uh, and the last one was the Bears. Me and Chad, we nailed it on our love for it. Uh, five and a half as well at a lot of books we talked about. Now down to four and a half. It was a no-brainer play. Like Miami, everyone sees what we're seeing, right? Like they barely beat Pittsburgh by six, right? You can write that off to two again, right? But Detroit had them. Detroit really did have them. They let them into that game. They did score a point in the second half. The Bears offense consistently moves the ball. So I know we're going to talk about that one this week. Feels good knowing the pros are on it with us. So, yeah, definitely definitely a little scary with that Bills one, but feeling still feeling really good about Washington. Uh, so happy we gave it up three and a half because we both kind of knew that number was going to yeah. move. The Bears one I did not see going down. I thought that was going to go up to six. Love, love, love pros came in and backed us on that one. So hopefully in contest we still get five and a half, but I'd still take it at four and a half. We both talked about it. We think it should be three, three and a half. So still think you're getting a good number there. Um, I, well, those were the first two games that we loved the most, right? That was our Simon Says. That was our exact decision. Uh, depending on what we can get in the contest, I'm still going to like those games. Um, uh, yeah. The other game. So let's go through the rest of the games that we liked. Uh, Detroit plus three and a half. I still like it, but DeAndre Swift is not going to play. Um, yeah. I listened to Raybon and Stucky on the Action Network podcast this morning, and Raybon made a great case for the Lions. Everything about their offense is great at home. They're scoring more points at home as an average than the Packers have scored in any single game all year. Yep. The Packers' rush defense is not very good. Uh, the Packers' defense is not very good, certainly not as good as any defense that the Lions have faced at home this year. All these great reasons to bet the Lions. But my confidence in the Lions is so shaken from what it was earlier in the year. It's hard for me to commit, even though it's what's interesting is a lot of the lines we talked about, some have moved, but the Lions hasn't moved at all. Still exactly at three and a half. Yeah, I can tell you that I know a couple of professionals that took a position on the Green Bay. So I do like the Lions too with Chad. I, I do think. The issue here is what I've been saying for weeks now is they just seem to not finish out these games. And again, they haven't, they don't cover like they were a covering machine and now the books have caught up to it. Right. We've had a multiple weeks here. They just simply have not covered. So scared. That's what I'll say about this. one. I'm scared. Simon's being a coward, but it's true. I want to take, I want to take uh, Detroit here. Cause what Chad just talked about, like to me, Detroit can put up points. I have no faith in Green Bay putting up points, especially with all the injuries they've had to the wide receiver position. So three and a half, uh, maybe I'm being sucked in on it. Uh, but the only reason me and Chad won't have this in the contest is because I, the guys I listen to and trust that I know are smart players, they've taken a, a position on Green Bay, and the public has just pounded this Detroit nine, and the number is just not moving. So um, – Again, there's other dogs I like better this week, so we might stay away from it. But uh, I, I can't, I can't, as we sit here on Thursday, I can't honestly say that I would have this in our contest. I agree. There's something 
the the way we choose our games, it's always about a confidence ranking. And as much as anything, at the yeah. end of the day, am I going to have, are the Lions at three and a half going to be one of the games, knowing what we know now, we're most confident about? I can't say that for sure. We'll see what happens Sunday. Things change a lot. Reminder, follow us in the Action Network app, Phase 5. We will lock in our picks Sunday at noon. That's when we see where we land on these final games because a lot changes between numbers moving, what the contest lines lock at, injuries. So, you know, this is where we're thinking about today. So when we get to Sunday, we can make some informed decisions. Um, Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts and the Patriots. Where are you landing right now on this game? I'm still in the Colts, but I still have no, like, no real confidence in taking them. I just I like the matchup for the Colts since they match up well against the strengths of New England. Um, that's a big number for a game that I assume I assume will be close. But again, we're we're taking this kid Sam in his second start as a QB against Belichick. Like the guy kills young quarterbacks, and he just. Again, he schemes it up where these kids just by the third or fourth quarter, they're just done. Mentally, they're shot by him, what he does, the fake blitz, the movement, the switching from zone to man. He does a lot of trickeration to really get in guys' heads. So, again, another game where I like the number. Uh, it's just scary where we're. it feels like we're walking right into a trap here. But, it, again, another game. I know the pros are on the, the, pros are on the Colts here with us. So, it's yeah. giving me confidence in that sense. But we joked about it. I knew it was going to come down in one of these games on Sunday. It was going to be this or the Bears. Now I really like the Bears, right? Like I'm starting to feel more confident with the Bears where this Colts one, it's kind of the same as Tuesday. It's like I feel like me and you are just doing the smart professional play here. Uh, we're deep in our soul. We're like, God, we hate going against Belichick in the spot. When we look deep in our souls right now, we know we don't want to bet on Sam Ellinger and the Colts if we're a little bit. three games out of a million dollars. <laughs> that's what's making it so hard that's what's making it harder right and i'm worried that yeah. all of a sudden we've been playing loose we've won eight straight weeks like now we're gonna tighten up yeah I'm that's worried okay, about though. i'm a little worried <laughs> about that. uh all right the falcons plus three right now um and uh that number hasn't really moved they're hosting the the chargers who are off a buy um you know, like my sense is that we like the Falcons just because we don't have any faith in the Chargers coaching staff, but and the Chargers aren't that healthy. But the Falcons secondary can't cover anybody right now. That's true. But apparently they're getting guys back this week. And that's why I was gonna see if you want to make this our big balls, better the week. <gasps> Cause I feel like what you just said is the truth, right? The public's a little scared of this one. They're kind of looking at Atlanta and looking at that secondary. And question, I have a lot of questions about when you have Herbert coming in, who was, you know, one of the top five guys in passing yards this this year, just a couple weeks ago. And I get it. I get why people would be scared of taking this one because the Chargers look like world beaters. But I still think if you can run the ball in the Chargers and you can ball control them, that's where you beat them. Like we've seen it time and time again, this Chargers team, when they lost to the Seahawks, it wasn't Geno Smith doing incredible things, right? It was the fact that they ball controlled. And once Herbert, you know, gets one or two, three and outs, he gets flustered. And that's the biggest issue right now with a lot of people in him 
is he's streaky, right? He'll have two or three drives. He'll have incredible throws and they'll get down the field. And sure, they might be, get seven out of it. But then he'll go quarters of doing nothing, right? Three and out, three and out. And it's, again, I don't trust the OC for the Chargers. I don't like the position they've been putting Herbert in. Because to me, the kid has all talent in the world, and they're just not winning, right? We see it time and time again this year. They simply aren't winning. And they have a lot of injuries as well. So I I, I get where people are coming from. Um, but to me, you might be able to wait and maybe get the three and a half. But I would still grab the three because I do think pros are going to come in on this Atlanta game. It just – this feels like a pros versus Joes game this week. Um, just as just like the Browns did last week with all the public was all over Cincy and all the pros were on the Browns. Feels like this can be like this week with Atlanta. Atlanta at home in this position. I'll take that three, three and a half if I can get it. Uh, I don't think this is our big balls better of the week. Give me a bigger one, then. Dude. Tennessee. Tennessee. <laughs> Tennessee. Yeah, you would really, plus, you'd really have that in the plus, contest, though? Not in the contest, but like. So you, need, you need bigger balls than that, though. If you want to make it our big balls. Well, that's interesting. Because it's probably going to be 12 and a half. I think it's going to be 12 and a half or 13 and a half in our but contest. We've never, we've never had a rule where we said, if <laughs> that's true. big ball is better the week, or like an exact decision or as Simon says, it has to be in the contest. Yeah, it's all based on the number. I just think we'll get a good number on this for the Tennessee in the contest, just because it's been 12 and a half for 13 all week. Now it's down to 12. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It's, well, I see, I see 11 and a half and I see 12 and a half. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, you know, I love it. So if you want to make it, I, I'm in on it. Like I've already bet it. I, I'm Vrabel is a big dog to me. It's just an autoplay. It's been good to me. So FanDuel is plus 12 and a half right now. That's a good number. Yeah, dude, I'm calling it right now. Big balls, bet of the week. I can't be as loud as I normally would because uh, I'm in a hotel and I don't want to scare the person in the room next to me. But Titans plus 12 and a half is our big balls better of the week. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's very, very courteous of you in a place you're never going to be ever again after one day. I'm like was... the opposite way. Like I raise hell in a place I know I'll never be back. So again, people be on the lookout for the next two nights in Lexington. Listen, you and I live different lives. I don't want to walk out of the room and like randomly have the person next to me walk out at the same time. And they're like, were you just yelling big balls better of the week at the top of your lungs? I don't know. I would that. say yes. Again, you're never going to see this person ever again. That's true. That's how I live almost all of my life. All right. Guess what? Guess what? Big balls better than we. <laughs> all right. Well, you're right. I don't know that we'll do Tennessee in the contest at 12 and a half. It depends on what the line is. Look, if we want to make it a case right now, no one's going to take Tennessee 12 and a half. That'll certainly get us a game up if, uh, yeah. if we do it. I can see the pros being on it. Um, but again, the pros like the dogs this week. Like I know a bunch of pros are on Houston tonight. You couldn't pay me to bet Houston tonight. And I know a bunch of pros in the Jets, and I keep arguing with them. Like the Jets' identity has kind of feels like it's gone now with Bryce Hall being out, but they don't care. They still believe in that defense. So three big dogs this week. I can tell you all pros are on all three. Last week, all pros were on all three big favorites. So it's flipped this week to last week. What do we think about the Falcons, though? So right now I'm putting Falcons and Titans sort of on a side list. I have Washington and Chicago on a main list. I have Detroit on a side list. I would put the Colts on there now. I'm fine with that. I would definitely get Atlanta on there. That's going to be one of my – All right. Um, that, you're going to feel strongest about Atlanta. 
I feel like by the time the contest comes around, I will, especially if it's three and a half. Like I, I kind of feel like I have to do it. Okay. Um, Cause again, the chargers could win. I could just see it being a close game because they just will go for it on fourth and 20, uh, fourth in their own 20 uh, and make no sense. And then the, that'll be a close game. So to me, Atlanta has just played well at home. I got to take those points. All right. So right now, Washington, three and a half bears, five Falcons, three um, Colts, five and a half. Those are four that we like a lot. What about uh Bengals seven and a half? Does it scare you? I don't love the hook. Like I feel, I feel like we're paying interest. We don't need to pay. There might be other games on the board. See, I would pay because I think that's what they're trying to do to you. They're trying to suck you in to take Carolina plus seven and a half after last week, just because they know the the public is mad at the Bengals. Right? People were loaded up on that Monday night game and they got embarrassed. No way is any are any of those people taken. That's how the public is, though, right? We joke all the time about that. They are bitter, and they're bitter towards this Bengals team from last week. And they're like, "Why would I take them at seven and a half? I can take Carolina, who looks way better with this QB." Um, again, Bengals just lost their top corner as well, so that's a big deal for DJ Moore. But I just think a bad spot for Carolina playing back a back-to-back road games, such a crushing defeat last week. Again, if they keep it close, I will completely change my grade on PJ Walker. I just think you're kind of buying high on him coming off back-to-back really good starts for him against defenses that are nowhere near as good as this Bengals defense is. Like this Bengals defense, I promise you, they are much better than what they showed against that Browns team. Just we've seen the Browns match up well against. We know divisional games are weird like that, right? Browns are now 4-0 against Joe, Joe Burrow since he's been the quarterback there. That makes zero sense. For the last two years, Cincinnati has been much better than the Browns. It's just divisional games are weird like that. Teams just match up well against certain playing styles. It's a scary one. Start the NFL week off right with a no-sweat, same-game parlay every Thursday from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. It doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account. Every Thursday night, you'll get free bets back if your NFL same-game parlay doesn't hit. Same-game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday, for example. Tonight, I like the Houston Texans, the under, and Jalen Hurts over his passing yards. Build your own or choose from one of the popular SGPs pre-built for you in FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. However you want to play, you can bet the NFL every Thursday night with a no-sweat same-game parlay. And with FanDuel's new live same-game parlays, you can continue building SGPs even after the game has started. Just sign up with promo code FAVORITES if you don't already have an account. That's promo code FAVORITES to get free bets back if your SGP doesn't hit. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older and in select states. Three or more legs and minimum $1 bet required. Refund issued is non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max free bet $5 restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text 
Hope NY in New York. Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming, or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. Here, here's one that um, worries me the most that you and I both love. Seattle Seahawks plus two against Arizona. And yeah. I, I cannot find a way to walk away from this game because everything about it says Seattle is a better team catching points with a better coach. The only reason not to do it is because uh, we feel like we're a peak Seattle the way we did. We felt like we were a peak Atlanta, but they're just yeah. a better team. Yeah. I was hoping to get more calls about them this week and find out what more guys are doing. It seems like most pros are staying away or just taking Seattle. Like, they're not actually back in the Cardinals here, which even more, I know it sounds stupid, but even more of being like, well, crap, are we all stepping in it then? Because we're all yeah. buying the Seattle hype like Chad's just talking about here. But the reason I feel comfortable taking them is what I talked about last week. I, I agree with Chad. I think the Seahawks are playing better right now, and their defense has really been playing better these last couple of weeks. The same defense only gave up nine points to this Cardinals team, not even th- like two, three weeks ago. So, yeah, Chad could be right. Uh, we could be walking right into it, but two and a half, two, that's a good number for a Seahawks team that's just good right now. Again, the number they're the lead in their division for a reason. Like they've been winning these close games. So, um, could be right, but there's so much dysfunction right now with the Cardinals. I just – I can't do it. Like, if I'm going to be betting this one, I'm going to do what the other like guys I've talked to is doing. Like, I'm going to take Seahawks. I'll throw them in a couple of teasers as well, uh, across the eight and a half, across the seven and a half. But I, I just can't can't back the Cardinals here, even though I feel it was like Chad's right that we might be uh, waiting a week – a little one week too long on keep backing the Seahawks team. But I like how they're clicking. The defense is really playing well. And, they again, they just – for the last month of October, they just had the rookie of the year at a cornerback and they had the rookie year running back. So we, we clearly see their draft is paying big dividends and they're both healthy. So that to me, that's the big reason here with the Seahawks. I just like that team right now. I think we just talked ourselves into Seattle to being like very strongly on our list. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if it's at two and a half or two. Seattle, Washington, Chicago, Atlanta. I would say uh, Detroit, Tennessee, Indy, Cincinnati are potentials for last one in or two <laughs> potentials to be last ones in to knock somebody out, depending on numbers. Yeah. Yeah. And like, again, we didn't touch on it. I know Chad said he liked the Buccaneers. I, I talked to too many smart groups. They're, they're playing the Rams side. I'll stay away. Like, again, there's only been a handful of games I haven't touched this year. I'll still probably get on the under in that game, but I just – I got no real read on picking either side. I just – both teams, this is like their season, it feels like, right? The Bucks need this win. So are the Rams just as bad. Like, they need this to stay afloat and maybe have a chance in this division. Very telling that neither of these teams made a move at the trade deadline. The Buccaneers didn't make a single move, and neither did the Rams, which was very telling of what the GM's view of what well, we thought were going to be Super Bowl contenders this year – I think the teams are starting to come to realization it might be a loss here for both teams. So, uh, you know, we have Evan Abrams, our uh, researcher extraordinaire. Um, so I asked him to look something up for me. Greatest of all time quarterbacks, the week after divorcing a supermodel against the spread, <laughs> 42 and seven. 
all time. Is there, is there, I was going to say, is there a dump bump? It was a joke. <laughs> it was a joke. How did you not get that? Because uh, I don't know what was How funny. You... <laughs> Dude, I made a funny joke about, about. A man's I, getting I, divorced? I'm... You're dancing on Tom Brady's grave. Chad, for shame. Do you not have any shame? <laughs> Dude, you? No, I'm you, good. You, you decide to find something precious that is too precious to joke about? I, I, I am shocked. I'm a, I'm a hopeless romantic. I'm a hopeless romantic. Sorry, Chad. As someone that has never been married. And nobody loves love more than me. Don't bring your That's not true. Me. You just you were just shitting all over Tom Brady no, and his divorce. No. I made a yeah. funny betting joke. <laughs> I, listen, my sense of humor is so good. I put a guy who DM'd me on Twitter and then I had a 15-minute phone call on my podcast and look where we are now. That's true. <laughs> 2000, 2008, 2022, when it comes to the economy, these are some scary years. Dot-com crash, housing crash, and the roller coaster we're going through right now. One thing is certain, it's a dangerous time to not know your numbers, but over 31,000 businesses have the confidence and clarity they need. They rely on NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system. NetSuite gives you visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR planning, and budgeting. So you can manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins, everything you need all in one place. So how do you prepare for uncertain times? The answer, NetSuite. NetSuite helps you identify rising costs, automate your business processes, and easily see where to save money. That's why 93% of customers say they improve their visibility and control when they upgraded to NetSuite. What are you waiting for right now? NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind special financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash favorites right now. NetSuite.com slash favorites. NetSuite.com slash favorites. Here's where we are, by the way. Foxhole, we said it earlier in the week. Bengals minus seven. Simon says Washington plus three and a half. Both of those numbers have exact decision. Bears plus five. That number has moved. What we're saying, people, is if we say something, bet it right away. Titans plus 12 and a half. That is our big balls bet of the week. These are the teams that we're leaning into right now on our list that we will evaluate that are the lead positions to be in our fave five for the contest to win a million dollars. Washington, three and a half, Bears, five, um, Falcons, three, Seattle, two. Having a lot of deep thoughts about Detroit, plus three and a half, Colts, plus five and a half. Maybe, maybe Tennessee, plus 12 and a half. Yeah. Who do we want to put in our money line round robin parlay? Uh, brutal week. We start off with the Seahawks, no brainer. Give me a little Atlanta. Give me a little bit of Washington. Should we do it? Nah, I can't do it. Were you yeah. gonna say no, no. Like I want to say it, but I feel like that'd be such a waste. What about Detroit? Um, that's what I was thinking. Like, should we yeah. do it? But they haven't. Yeah, all right. You got I just, to. I feel like if, if Green Bay is going to win, this has to be a game they win. Like, I just see them losing by three, but that's fair. I'll put Detroit in there because we kind of need it. And also, um, why aren't we doing Chicago? That's that's the final piece, yeah. Here's a great stat that uh, Brandon Anderson had. He does a story every week where he sort of talks about the early bets that he's making and the early leans and stuff. Um, and he had an amazing stat about teams this year 
that have been uh, underdogs between three and 10 points this year, 41-21 against the spread, covering 66% of the time. Those teams are 25-36-1 and one straight up, 26% ROI on the money line. So uh, Seattle doesn't fall into that, but Washington does, <laughs> Atlanta does, the Bears do, and Detroit does. Yeah, it's crazy, though. The year of the yes. dog and the unders. Yeah, right? So I like this. So for those listening on AMP, because I know sometimes it's hard to follow along, the money line round robin underdog parlay, Seattle, Atlanta, Washington, Detroit, Chicago. That's it. Perfect. What did I miss? Scooch Roulette, something I'm dominating you in. Oh, my God. I totally forgot about Scooch Roulette. When all hope is lost, all that's left is relief. Let's play Scooch Roulette. I mean, that's kind of, <laughs> it on purpose. You're right. You're dominating it right now. I started off so hot, crushing it. I was feeling I my I was a confident, confident man. And I told you, Chad, I got you're getting a you're getting a little too cocky. I said, Are you sure? And you were like, I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, I got now we sit, we're we're eight weeks in, Simon, six and two, Chad, three and five. No. Six and two and three and five. All right. I know. I read it down, Chad, because it's that funny to read every time. Um, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I hate do you, here. but I got it. <laughs> I don't do it because, like me and Chad talked about, our favorite games, the Lions have moved so much. So it's tough where it's like, I want to take Washington with a three and a half gone. I, I, I kind of want to take the Bears, but I hate doing the cross stream. So I'll go with the team we haven't really picked for anything that, you know, I'm all in on them this year. So I might as well ride with them and scooch. Seahawks plus two. Give it to me. All right. You're taking Seattle plus two. This is tough. This is tough. I I need a win. I need a win. And I got to go into it with a game I feel confident about. I feel like it's the Bears. So I can break your heart twice. Yeah. I'm all in on this team right now. The Bears, I like their moves. I like shedding a bad defense. Get rid of players you're not going to pay. Start getting some assets. Give Justin Fields some weapons, even though Chase Claypool probably won't make it that big of a difference this weekend. It's a fade of Miami. Uh, give me the Bears. Bear down. Let's thrill the nation with the T formation. Love it. All right. We did it, man. We didn't know how it was going to go. Woo. Getting into Lexington. Matt Mitchell, I don't even know where in the hotel he is, wherever he could find the internet machine to work. Uh, for Matt Mitchell, <laughs> for Simon Hunter, I am Chad Millman. Reminder, we're live tomorrow at Keeneland in Lexington, Kentucky, 1 p.m. Eastern, Radio Row. Come join us. Me, Simon, Matt Mitchell, we'll be there together. This has been the favorites from the Volume Podcast Network. You can rate, review, subscribe, Spotify, Apple, five stars. Say whatever you want. Feedback is a gift. Until next time, love you. Love you.